the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. For the small business owner and corner office CEO, we are the Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The world awakened today to news Israel was under a missile attack by Hamas radicals in the Gaza Strip. More than 2,000 rockets fired into Israel during the first six hours of the Jewish observance of Shabbat. Joel Rosenberg, founder of the Jerusalem news site AllIsrael.com, says today's attack has genuine historic significance. This weekend is the 50th anniversary of the massive sneak attack by Egypt and Syria in what was, became known as the Yom Kippur War, the worst war in the history of the last 75 years in Israel. But it looks like the IDF has been caught in the biggest intelligence failure since the Yom Kippur War. Rosenberg was appearing on New York City radio station WABC as he made those comments. The latest updates on today's attacks are available on allisrael.com. And this is SRN News. The vast majority of women who come to Robbinsdale Women's Center feel overwhelmed, hopeless, and think abortion is their only way out of an unplanned or unwanted pregnancy. Hi, I'm Victoria, one of the patient advocates at Robbinsdale Women's Center. We provide information in a compassionate and non-judgmental way. We are a woman's best initial step as she processes her pregnancy options. Through counseling and ultrasound, many of these women realize that abortion is not their only option. For the moms and dads that choose life, Robbinsdale Women's Center provides parenting programs to help prepare them. On average, five women each week that are initially considering or being coerced to choose abortion instead choose life. This work is very challenging, but the rewards are life-changing. Your donations to RWC will help make more miraculous life decisions possible. Visit rwcinfo.org to donate. That's rwcinfo.org. The United States Constitution guarantees every American fundamental rights and protection of life, liberty, and property. Salem is celebrating our founding document with a special offer, a 1953 Omen U.S. Constitution lithograph. To understand the value of these lithographs is to know the story. A master lithographer immigrant named Theodore Omen came to this country to find the American dream. Seventy years ago, in 1953, Omen printed a limited number of these exceptional Constitution lithographs. Go to Salem Events store.com to read Omen's entire story. America's most important document stands as a testament to all Americans to maintain their liberties, freedoms, and inalienable rights. Buy it and display it proudly. Buy a gift for your family and friends and for all the teachers in your communities. There is a limited number, so act today. Go to SalemEventsStore.com to get your exclusive 1953 Omen U.S. Constitution lithograph while supplies last. That's SalemEventsStore.com. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. No! Come on, rise and shine. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? It's going to be a great year. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. Is it safe? It's the King Banyan Show. This is a man. Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. The mind is a globe with whirling transient nodes of thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Welcome back. Second hour, King Banyan Show today. Um, on a job Saturday, where we just spent the last hour uh, taking a, taking a, the uh, taking maybe a contrarian view of the uh, jobs report. I don't think the three thirty six number by itself it says some things that that are positive. It says third quarter GDP will be strong. It says the labor market is still 
able to create additional jobs. It doesn't say that inflation is coming down, in my mind, because I think the composition of the jobs that got added tilted toward lower wages. And so when you add those into the average, those will, those will in fact, when you add those new jobs at those lower wages into average hourly earnings, you're putting a lot of extra pieces in there, right? If you, if you get, let me think of it this way. Suppose every day you go to class, at the end of the class, you get a grade for the day. And your your grade for the semester is going to be the going to be uh, is going to be the average of all those grades in those let's say it's forty days of classes. On day thirty one, you 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 come in and you're and you don't feel very well. And at the end of the day, you get a lower grade. Right? What happens to your average grade for the course? It goes down. So suppose I have suppose I'm measuring wages in a community and I've got an average wage for all of them right I got an average wage for all of them and then next month a new restaurant opens up and hires and let's suppose that wage is $25 an hour um, next next month a new a new uh, restaurant opens up and it adds 10 new workers who are making what's good in that industry at $20 an hour what happens to average wages? They go down. Okay? People say, oh, that's really deep analysis. And I say, no, it's just math. It's really, it's, re- it's just a matter of thinking about how are you counting people? Right? It's not, this is really not that difficult in my mind to understanding. Yet I, I see people just go by the number, by the number. Cause, and this is, I have to tell you, I will get, I'll tell you the story. The way I learned this was, was many years ago here at the university, there would be an economic outlook panel that featured some really great economists from around the state. Uh, one of the, the state economists at that time was, was one of them. Um, a fellow at the, at the Minneapolis Federal Reserve was there. But there was this one guy. I'm not naming names because I don't want to insult anyone. Um, in this process, but there was this one fellow who worked in the private, was a private sector economist working for a bank with an office. His office was in Minneapolis. And it felt like every time he was here, it was a once a year event, he would come in and there'd be one answer in every one of those where he would all of a sudden say, well, you have to think about how that number's calculated. And he would give you the, give it to you. By the end, you're like, I just learned something I never knew about the statistics that I'm teaching my students in class every day. Um, so I always look forward to him being here. He's no, no longer, we don't run that that particular panel. I don't do that panel up here anymore. because This is something that we were doing 25 years ago. But, um, and, and now you can get that all on the internet, right? But back then you couldn't. But this was just really very basic things i think so this is what i've been talking about the last hour yet people are trying to pick apart an inflation story out of a jobs report why because because i'm going to play this again and i'm I'm not picking on her uh it's just it's just she said it in a succinct way okay this is julia pollock chief economist zip recruiter and i believe if i got this cut right this is this is how she put it this is cut this was on Yahoo Finance yesterday, cut 15. So that is the big question, and that is why markets have been so topsy-turvy today. Uh, we have all thought for the longest time that there was a big trade-off between inflation reduction and the labor market. And what the past year has told us is perhaps there isn't. And for those of us that have said, Jack, are you listening? Jack? Earth to Jack. What are our favorite words? The Phillips curve is dead. Okay, the Phillips curve is a description of the relationship. The, the, the relationship, and, I, and again, I have air quotes <laughs> going on that you can't see on radio. But, there, but the, there's, there's supposedly a relationship between inflation and unemployment. And it's represented by something that's referred to as the Phillips curve relationship. Uh, which is which is really shorthand. In fact, Phillips, when he drew the curve, did not have price inflation on one of the axes. He had wage inflation. Uh, 
on the axis. Okay, but it's it's set that set that aside. It's just that's just a little bit a little bit of picky history. There's a belief that the way you have to reduce the market is by by harming it, by harming the labor market. Jan Hatzius, who we listened to at the end of the last hour, I want to play this again as well, says the, pretty much the same thing and says, well, you know what? The Fed doesn't really want the unemployment rate to go down. They're just trying to c- control inflation, and they think this might be what they need to do. Let's play this again. This is Jan Hatzius on CNBC yesterday, cut four. I think that's the the right takeaway, yes. I think if you have strength in job growth, but actually no big change in labor market slack, the unemployment rate was unchanged, and as you say, declining wage growth, that doesn't mean that we need tighter monetary policy from, from here. The broader view is also that we've generally seen rebalancing in the labor market. We've seen declining inflationary pressure despite a strong economy. That's a good thing. And, uh, and again, not a reason to run a much tighter monetary policy because it's inflation that the Fed is focused on. They don't want to create a weak economy for its own sake. They want to uh, Just kill inflation. inflation. Just, yeah. And the, and the person speaking back says, just kill inflation. Yes, that's what they would like to do. They would like to be able to reduce inflation without any cost in terms of higher unemployment. And I think the market has given them, I think the economy has given them that opportunity. They've been able to produce inflation down to whatever level this is. I still believe, I, I still think when all is said and done, the data will show not 2% inflation and not 3% inflation, but something closer to 3.5% inflation. And that path from 5 to 35 was accomplished without uh, without any significant increase in the unemployment rate, but that doesn't mean that people have run out of cash. It doesn't mean it do- doesn't mean that people haven't run out of cash. It doesn't mean that there's a demand for m- that that there's a greater labor supply. That greater labor supply, as I said, I think is coming out of additional savings. I'll play it one more time. This is Becky Quick, uh, CNBC presenter. Uh, with a panel uh, yesterday, uh, right after the release of the jobs report, cut seven. So meaning that all Fed, of these people the who te- hadn't been working to this point, all of the people who hadn't been working to maybe their full potential because they had excess savings from COVID, maybe they've run through those savings, they're coming back into the jobs market and employers don't have to pay a much higher salary to lure them back because they need the work? That is, in fact, what I think is, that that is pretty much, uh, it's a version of it. It's not exactly what I think. Again, I think it's it's more people getting second jobs and not so much people getting off a couch, which is kind of what that sounds like. But, but effectively, it's the same thing. So if you think that's the world you're in, I mean, right, what should you do? Um, well, so... Uh, one of our one of our uh, frequently visited pe- folks that I have on the show, uh, one of the frequently played uh, uh, experts we do on this show, has been Mohammed Al Arian from Allianz uh, Capital and president of Queens College London. Um, was on was on Bloomberg and had this to say about about the jobs report and what it means in terms of Federal Reserve policy. Let's play cut one. One, this is good news for the economy right now. The fact that we can deliver over 400,000 jobs, if you include revisions, without earnings pressure is good news. It is, secondly, bad news for markets and for for the Fed. The Fed is not going to welcome this report, which leads to my third issue, which is over the long term, this may end up being bad news for the economy as well. And what does he mean by that? How could it, how could a three hundred thirty six thousand job increase be um, be bad for the bad for the economy in the long run? Well, he explains this. Cut two. Lag, but given how often they've said this is this is a data dependent Fed, yes, it puts back on the table a hike for the 1st of November, which means that market now are not just having to internalize high for long, but higher for longer. And that is the problem. 
when you fall behind right at the beginning of an inflation cycle, you pay the price when you get to the last mile. And we're at the last mile, pretty clearly. The markets, even after the markets yesterday, reacted to the news, okay, in two ways. One, the expectation of a Fed rate hike, which is in the Statement of Economic Projections, was talked about a couple weeks ago. And, and for November, the expectation uh, is currently 73% that there's going to be no, ch- that there'll be no change in the Fed funds rate. It was 82% before the announcement. So it dropped 9% and then went, went that ni- same 9% onto the likelihood, that, onto a probability that they would raise rates at the November meeting. Okay, if you move over to the December meeting, um, they were at 65% no change and about a 30 and a 35% chance that they would change. They moved that to 57 57.43. So it's like 50-50 that the Fed actually would raise rates close to 50-50 that the Fed would raise rates one more time. And I think it, it's not a coincidence that some of the folks that I think are less are less likely to want to raise rates are now getting out in front and saying, well, hang on now. Hang on now. Haven't we actually done what we wanted to do? Isn't the economy, in fact, slowing down? And now they're going to be stuck trying to explain how can you say the economy is slowing down when you have 336,000 jobs created, Right. Um, well, we'll tell you why, because this is where we turn to the extraordinary behavior in treasury markets that has happened over the last month, or in particularly the last three weeks. The rise in rates that have happened over the last three weeks is, I have to say, I'm trying to remember, I'm going to get, it wasn't 2008, I'm going to actually argue you have to go back to 19 basically to the 1980s to find a a rate move that looks like what we've gone through in the last three weeks i'll tell you about that and more right after these messages you're listening to the king banyan show on the biz 1440 Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years. Years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. When I was a kid, the America I grew up in, we didn't have to pay for driver's ed. They wanted $250 to put my kid through driver's ed. I said, I'll teach my son to drive a car. We all know what it's like teaching your teenager to drive. Took that boy out for an hour, came home, wrote a check out for $500. And we've all prayed silent prayers in the passenger seat. You saw the truck, right, son? You saw that truck? No way, Pops. That was lucky. (laughs) But no one tells it like comedian Jeff Allen. AM 980 The Mission is hosting a clean all-ages comedy night on November 16th at Celebration Church in Lakeville. Don't miss your chance to hear Jeff's hysterical stories and his inspiring testimony in person. This kid was scary. When he had his learner's permit, we let him drive us to church every Sunday. That way we got our prayer time in before we got there. 
Visit am980themission.com to buy general admission, gold circle, or VIP meet and greet tickets. Buy today and save up to $10 per ticket. The Ramsey Show. I don't want to be the little pig in the straw house anymore. I'm going to get my crap together. I'm going to get out of debt and have an emergency fund. I'm going to be the little pig in the brick house so when the wolf comes and blows, I don't have credit card debt. I don't have student loan debt. I don't have car payments. I'm under control and I got a pile of money. You know what would happen? The economy would collapse. No, it wouldn't. The economy would boom. No nonsense financial talk. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 here on The Biz 1440. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass, your local auto glass specialist. Take the hassle out of windshield repair at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Welcome back. King Banyan Show, Biz 1440. You know, you just put me in the mood for something that I've never asked for, I think, on the show. Can you find me some blood, sweat, and tears? As much as I love Chicago, blood, sweat, and tears is even better. Um, that would be great. Uh, 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. 651-289-4477. I think people who this week got their quarterly statements on their retirement accounts, um, including me, uh, and I typically have not been someone that spends much time looking at them, but but uh, but you'll see a number and you'll go, whoa, wait, what? What was that? Ooh, what happened there? Uh, because a lot of folks um, are experiencing the pain of uh, what has appeared to be in has appeared to be a bear market in uh, in bonds, um, and this bear market in bonds has been uh, has been a uh, has like I say been something that's been difficult to see, and I'm just going to read through a Reuters report. I, I did not tweet this to you before because this just got published. Uh, uh, this just got published. Uh, well, no, it was published yesterday morning. I should have had it to you sooner. But uh, but Reuters uh, talking about uh, surge in bond market, bond yields that have that happened right now. This is fairly unusual. Okay, so let me start. Let's start. Let's start with something that I'm, I know we've talked about in the past. The yield curve, and we're going to go back to first principles because we never know. There may be a new listener here who's not heard me talk about this before. So let's let's set, right? The yield curve describes the rate of interest you get on a U.S. Treasury security at different dates, different uh, years to maturity. Okay? And you can, get a, you can buy a brand new Treasury security that could be as short as 90 days there are some that are even less although typically those are not for those are not for general consumer you know retail investor consumption all the way out to 30 years you can buy bonds that are in you can buy bonds that are in um, 30 you can buy bonds that are in inflation protected or not inflation protected you can buy you can buy them without a coupon on them or with a coupon on them, meaning that you want that regular six month payment of interest, or you're just going to have it all put out at the end. Look, you're listening to the Biz fourteen forty. There are any number of people on this on this radio station who can talk to you about the wisdom of investing in in bonds. I am not that guy. <laughs> that is not what I'm here for. My point is simply to point out that there are bonds being issued with various maturities all the time, and you can trade for any you know a bond that matures pretty much any day you want, or within a week of what you want, because the Treasury is issuing these bonds on a week. They're they're issuing bonds pretty much every week. A few small exceptions. So you have a yield curve. Typically, a bond that is due further into the future carries a greater interest rate.
than the one that's due soon. In other words, if you have a bond that pays you back in one year and then a bond that pays you back in 10 years, the 10-year bond will carry a higher annual interest rate than the one-year bond as a general rule. We refer to this technically as the term premium. Okay, there's a there's a premium that the that the government has to get in order to get you to invest in the bond with a longer maturity because there's a risk to holding a bond that has a longer maturity. When interest rates rise or when interest rates rise, longer term bonds suffer a greater loss of value than the than the other, okay? I'm shortcutting about 20 minutes of a lecture I would give you in a classroom if we were do if we were doing, you know, uh yield curve 101. Uh, we would do this and we'd take about 20 minutes. I'm trying to do this in less than five. So normally when we talk about yield curve or yield spread, the yield curve is just plotting them on a graph. The interest rates on the vertical axis and the years of maturity are on the horizontal axis. Normally that line slopes upward. A downward slope, meaning that short-term interest rates are higher than long-term interest rates, are typically seen as a signal that a recession is coming. For the last two years, we've had that signal. Short-term rates have been greater than long-term than long-term rates, and by more than a little. And typically, and I think you could go back in the archives of the uh, the, the archive of the podcast of the King Banyan Show by going to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, if you dig around in there, you'll find that we said, well, once you get to about six months of inversion, that's a pretty reliable signal of a recession. Okay. And we said that, but you'll notice if you go listen to the, to the archives, I haven't really talked about the yield curve for some time. I haven't spent much time on it because, yeah, it's inverted. It's been inverted for quite some time, right? And so over the last... Over the last two years, um, this graph has been this graph has been I- inverted, and I'm, I mean I'm just trying to get a, get this up now a- at a rate. I, I'm just going to give me a second. I have to actually make this thing bigger so I can read it. Okay, uh, so at, on um, on September 20th when the FOMC met, the rate at which the the difference between the the two year treasury and the ten year treasury was about a negative point eight. Today it's negative point three. Right? And so we call this you would call this an uninversion of the yield curve. The yield curve's been inverted, it's been inverted for quite some time. To the point where we've started to ignore it, and now it's uninverting. Uninversions can come in two ways, right? So remember, the short-term rate is greater than the long-term rate. Two ways that could come undone. One, the short-term rate could drop down closer to the long-term rate. This is often happens in an economy where perhaps the Federal Reserve is reducing the interest rates. Or perhaps there's uh, perhaps there's something happening that is helping rates, helping uh, something else is happening that's pushing short-term rates down. This is usually a good sign in an economy when when you get a when you get a um, uninversion of the yield curve that happens because short-term rates dropped. It can mean many things. It might mean that the economy is going to be in a recession, but sometimes it doesn't. But the other thing that can happen is short-term rates can be high, long-term rates can be low, and the uninversion comes because long-term rates shoot up towards short-term rates. When that happens, usually that's the sign that a recession is at hand. So the inverted yield curve is a signal that a recession is coming, but typically that signal is like 12 to 15 months out. It's been longer this time. But, but when it does tell you that, 
when it when just before the recession actually begins, the yield curve starts to uninvert, and it uninverts because the long-term rates shoot up. And that's what's happened this time. Long-term rates, again, have risen by pretty much all of that 5%. So six months ago, or even two months ago, you could get a 10-year treasury that was trading around 4%. Didn't seem too bad. But you, but the, the, the downside of that was, right, short-term interest rates. Heck, you drive down, drive down the street uh, by a bank near you. Okay, I would tell Spencer, just go drive up Cliff Road, and you're going to go buy a couple banks, and there's going to be signs out there that are going to tell you to buy a, buy a 12-month or an 18-month CD. That's pretty much the length they're going to be. And they're going to be offering you 5%. Why? Because grandma can go buy a two-year treasury that's able to pay her over 5% right now. And now, all of a sudden, long-term rates are shooting up to reach that short-term rate, which means the cost of borrowing is going up dramatically. It means mortgage rates are now gone above 7.5% for the first time in over 20 years. Okay, I didn't listen to the Real Estate Chalk Talk folks this morning because I was busy talking Twins Baseball with Spencer, which is, I'm sorry, it's better. It's just better. You won a series. Man, that's great. But... That that uh, impact of the of the in, rise in interest rates. Nothing good happens when long term rates go up like this. But there's more to it than that, and I also want you to hear what the Fed is thinking as it sees that happening, and particularly those that would like us not to raise rates anymore. Uh, I have two such examples who were. Uh, were on uh, on on a panel in New York uh, just this past week, Mary Daly and Austin Goolsby, and we'll talk to we'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz, fourteen forty. I lost that love before. Got mad and closed the door. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hey, this is Matthew with The Kingdom Builders. The other day I noticed an ad for an apple pie. It showed a slice with the delicious sugary apples oozing out. Here at The Kingdom Builders, we're starting a new series where we'll share with you who we are and why we do what we do. We're a local, trusted, professional exterior contractor specializing in asphalt shingle roofing and seamless gutters. If you add up our collective experience and how long we've been in this industry, it's hundreds of years combined. We're small enough to take care of the little houses in St. Paul and Minneapolis and big enough to handle large churches or commercial buildings. We take a genuine interest in the work we do, the estimates we send out, our customers, and most importantly, the families that live in the homes we work on. We wish the inside of our company was as yummy as an apple pie, but we found we're better at roofing than baking. Look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. Have you filed for disability benefits but were denied by the Social Security Administration? Or do you need to apply and are overwhelmed with paperwork? Are you between the ages of 50 and 63 and can no longer work because of an illness or injury? Thousands of hardworking Americans are in your situation. They file for disability benefits and are unnecessarily denied their much-needed benefit check. Call now for a no-obligation, free evaluation. We can help you nearly double your chances of approval and get your benefit checks faster. We understand the physical, emotional, and financial impact. We'll share our insider expertise and help you get your disability claim filed and paid immediately. There is a time limit to apply, so call right now. 
Operators are standing by to help you. 800-296-1553. 800-296-1553. That's 800-296-1553. This is Jane Robolo, co-host on Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. When it comes to supporting local food banks or raising money for those in need, our listeners know they can count on this station to lend a helping hand. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly for community connection. A new bill in Congress would ensure AM radio remains free in vehicles. If you value this station, help ensure it stays in vehicles for the next generation by visiting dependonam.com. Spinning wheel, got to go round. Thank you. Thank you, Spencer. Make sure John knows that you played this today. The Biz 1440, the King Banyan Show, uh, with a little 70s reminiscing about blood, sweat, and tears today. Um, We are talking about uh, a yield curve and and what's happening right now, the bear steepening. In fact, I forgot to tweet this at you. I want to thank... A picture. Uh, I want to thank uh, Don for posting a, a to our to our Twitter uh, string at pound KBRS. I want to thank him for posting what does a yield curve really look like, um, and so he's giving you one. You can go back and look at how different that is over time. You just want to see what that yield curve looked like say on September first and what it looks like today. It is very different, and and you should definitely uh, you should definitely have a look. Uh, at at what that change has been. So the bear steepening. Uh, in fact, I'm just going to go ahead and and tweet this out to you now. Uh, with uh, there we go. And I'll put the hashtag KBRS on it. We'll put that out to you. Yes, see, we're we're nothing like doing your Twitter while you're on the air. Uh, <laughs> Sub is 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 a very interesting because it really is a case that that we're reaching the end remember when when muhammad alarian said early on we have a data dependent fed let me let me play that again just for for a moment to reset uh this is muhammad alarian on bloomberg yesterday cut two lag but given how often they've said this is this is a data dependent fed yes it puts back on the table a hike for the 1st of November, which means that market now are not just having to internalize high for long, but higher for longer. And that is the problem. When you fall behind right at the beginning of an inflation cycle, you pay the price when you get to the last mile. And so the question is, where's the last mile? Do you need to go a little bit higher for longer, as to, use his, uh, to use his accentuation? Um, that, in fact, was a question being posed toward uh, toward a couple of folks. Uh, Mary Daly, who we've we've played a couple times at the, she is the president of the Federal Reserve Bank in San Francisco, was um, was on a panel that I think in New York. It was a panel uh, Bloomberg panel because uh, uh, one of the uh, Bloomberg uh, talking heads uh, presenters was there in uh, on the uh, other chair on the stage asking questions and and mary daly is being asked about what to do about this rising yield curve uh or this uninverting yield curve and the rise in long-term rates let's let's start here cut nine in the june summary of economic projections there were two more rate hikes projected for this year then in july we took one of those rate hikes and another one in the september at sep was the median outlook Right. So that's where we were. So back in June, back in June, when we were still trying to work inflation down, we said we they said they would do one and they didn't change their viewpoint. Right. So what what Daly says first is we're on the path. We actually told you back in June. We said there'd be two rate hikes. We took one of them in July. We came back in September and said not now, but we expect one more before the end before the end of the year. On average, and again, the the vote, okay, the polling was 
11 in favor of one more rate hike, 7 saying no. So it's a majority, but it actually reflected a pretty divided Federal Reserve. Let's continue. Mary Daly on Thursday, cut 10. But the bond market has tightened quite considerably, over about 36 basis points since we met in September. Well, that is equivalent to about a rate hike, right? And so then the need to do tightening additionally is not there. Which hasn't been really articulated in quite that, quite that direct a fashion. But to say that a rate hike, and again, this is from the fact that, uh, that, Governor, that uh, excuse me, Chair uh, Jay Powell was very firm in saying, here's what the SEP says, sh- and showed them the 11 to 7 split on the, on the FOMC. And said, you know, this means that we're more likely to hike than not hike sometime before the end of the year. And so, and she says, maybe the market got the message just from him saying it. Um, and then says, and says basically, well, if they got the message, then maybe we don't have to do it. Let's continue. Cut 11. If financial conditions are sufficiently tight, our work is not necessary because we don't need to boost them more. We don't need to do it more because, because we've produced financial tightening without actually having to raise rates, she says. And then, and then concludes with this, cut 12. One of the things that's happened in the last 90 days and certainly in the last uh, few weeks is that financial markets have collectively seemed to take on board a variety of things. But one of the things that I heard from many commentators and many of the market outreach I do is that they, they have a general understanding now that we are committed at the FOMC to keeping rates higher for longer in an effort to bring inflation fully back down to 2%. And that recognition, along with all the other factors we could put in our list about why bond yields have risen, are affecting certainly the financial conditions and the tightening. And I see that as a as positive outcome. Right. So, so this positive outcome, this... Um this pause outcome that she sees is coming from the fact that rates have come that you know, rates have gone up, and so things are getting tighter. But why are they getting tighter, and what does that mean? What does that mean in in, in a broader sense in the economy? Interest rates can go up for one of three reasons. One of them one of them being simply that there's a demand for liquidity that's gone up, right? one of them being because of inflation. So rates could go up because inflation is getting higher. She's discounted that. That can't be what's going on. And I actually think that it's fair to say that that's, that's, that's what we're seeing right now. I need to, in fact, let me go, um, let me go take a look at this, this yield curve right now. Right now, a f- on an inflation-protected security, though, you can get a 10-year treasury at a real yield of 2.4%, meaning that you're going to you're going to get it both 2.4% on your money plus you're going to get an inflation adjustment to the money you've invested to pay you back for any inflation that happened during the holding period. Okay? Um, and so Right now, five-year treasuries are at 2.5, 10-year, uh, uh, 2.58, 10-year treasuries at 2.47. So the real yield curve is still slightly inverted, but that inversion has been coming down. I mean, even just in the last, in the last, uh, in the last few uh, days, it's come down. Indeed, I'm going to go back and. And, and try to make sure I've got the entire table so I can I can check that inversion. That inversion is still, you know, was at uh, 20 basis points, and it's now down to 11, which is somewhat of an indication that you're seeing somewhat of a bear market. But here's the bigger point. Tre- real Treasury yields at the beginning of the year were at 1.5%. They're now at two, basically at 2.4%. What that means in terms of the broader view of the economy is, is that, is that the cost of, cost of borrowing 
now has gone up dramatically, and that includes the cost of federal government borrowing. And so I want to take a break here. When I come back, because I, I want a little extra time to explain this to you, real interest rates reaching 2.5% are a very serious situation regarding the long-term sustainability of the debt here in the United States. And I don't know that we've had that talk yet, but we need to go through this. And actually, in the next segment, you're actually going to hear me reference once to Tomah Piketty um, in a way that will not be uh, demeaning toward uh, Dr. Piketty. Uh, we'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. You want to feel important? You want to be a part of something bigger? Something that matters and can help change things? You want to feel like you belong? Well, we felt that way too. I'm First Lieutenant Brandon Beatinger from Champlain, Minnesota, and that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Minnesota Army National Guard soldiers. We are people just like you, and together we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit nationalguard.com forward slash MN to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. 17 national championships. 37 conference titles. There is nothing like being a bison. Inside 10. What a move. Cutting to the end zone. Touchdown. Be part of the bison journey all season long right here on your home for bison football. This Saturday, the bison face an historically easy opponent, the Missouri State Bears. Tune in for the pregame at 1 p.m., kickoff at 2 p.m. right here on the Biz 1440. Raising a family can be tough, but sometimes you just got to laugh. Teenagers. But I believe, personally, teenagers are God's revenge on mankind. In order to provide some levity in the midst of life's chaos, AM980 The Mission is hosting comedian Jeff Allen on November 16th at Celebration Church in Lakeville. One day, God was looking down over his creation and just said, let's see how they like it to create someone of their own image who denies their existence. Jeff's stories are hysterical, and his testimony is deeply inspiring. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff in person. I have read the Bible more than once, cover to cover, and it never says how old the devil was when he rejected God's authority. My guess, 16. Visit am980themission.com to buy general admission, gold circle, or VIP meet and greet tickets. Buy today and save up to $10 per ticket. Devil got his driver's license and drove to Georgia. That's all I know. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. GodTube.com, inspiration, comedy, music, faith, and fun. Get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile. Great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at GodTube.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440, last segment of the show today, 651-289-4477. I realize I'm doing a little more teaching this hour than normal um, because I've had to teach you basically what's a yield curve, what's a bear steepening. Okay, so just to repeat, very basics. Yield curve is the rate of interest on treasury securities at different years to maturity, one year, two year, five year, 10 year, 30 year, and so forth. Okay, a bear steepening is when the yield curve uninverts. Normally, rates, normally the curve slopes upward. Long rates are above short rates. An inverted curve means short rates are above long rates. 
uninversion therefore means that it was inverted and it's now moving back to its more normal upward slope that could come in one of two ways a bull steepening is when short rates come down a bear steepening is when long rates go up okay so you just covered all of the all of what we did in in one little bit okay so we think there's a bear steepening uh and indeed you know, I think behind what Mary Daly said that we played in the last segment was that idea that, that hmm, financial markets are getting tighter. Maybe I don't need to do anything more. Um, Austin Goolsby, great economist from the University of Chicago, now is president of the Chicago Federal Reserve, um, offered this on a podcast. But this comes also from a, a talk he gave at the Economic Club of New York City. Uh, on Thursday, this is cut 14. Fourteen. The SEP came out, and it was a little different than than the market expectation. It was a little different than the previous SEP, but was it so different that it, that it would lead to a material change in a three week period? That that part's still a puzzle. But if you take a six month perspective. In a way, I don't think it's that that much of a puzzle. It's clear that the long rates coming up is what you'd expect. Well, he doesn't say why we expect that, but he says it's what we would expect. I think the reason why they're coming up is is because, you know, real rates coming up that fast, I think, are a reflection of what's happening in Washington. That, you know, the downgrade of, of U.S. debt. And the sustainability of that debt over time. So I mentioned uh, Piketty, and and, and here's why. One of the things which, one of the equations we spend a whole lot of time talking about is the relationship between the amount of of, uh, uh, growth we see in the economy and the interest rate we pay in the debt. So when someone borrows money, in order to make an investment of some kind, be it investing in a piece of equipment, investing in a, in a piece of land, investing in their own human capital by going to college, whatever that investment would be, as long as the growth in your income or the growth in your output as a result of that investment exceeds the rate of interest that you needed to borrow the money to make the investment, then the debt you took on is sustainable. It will pay itself off over time. What Piketty focused on was the fact that that in some economies, when you see an increased concentration of wealth, it's because of this condition between the real rate of interest and the growth in the economy, generally speaking. Okay? Uh, uh, and I won't get into that, but but this gets to this gets to a point that economists talk to is sort of the the no Ponzi scheme rule. For an economy to have sustainable debt, it has to grow. It has to have a real growth rate that is faster than the growth of its debt. Right. So, right. So the and the growth of the debt is a function, and it turns out the growth of that debt is a function is equivalent to what that real interest rate is. The cost of servicing the debt can't rise faster than the growth of your economy that's servicing the debt. And this is known as the R R R less than G principle, right? R standing for the real interest rate, G standing for the growth rate of the economy. When when real interest rates in the United States were, for the most part, in the first part of this decade, negative, you didn't really worry about, you know, you could take on all that additional debt and it didn't really matter. And I think it's part of what brought the, 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 uh, the uh, modern monetary theory people out of the woodwork was, was they're like, well, debt doesn't really matter. Look, the real interest rate's zero. Who cares? You can always pay that off. As long as the economy continues to grow, you're always going to be able to pay off the debt. That doesn't matter. And then somewhere around the late late part of 2022, that that real rate started to crawl up over zero to something closer to a half percent. Well, the economy will always grow faster than a half percent. Then it goes to one. Then it goes to one and a half. It goes to two. And now over the last over the last 60 days, it's gone to two and a half. For the economy to grow to two and a half percent, 
we actually need an economy that is vibrant. It needs to actually have some, it needs to have some, we need an economy that actually has productivity growth that is substantial. It's a very short period of time in United States history where the economy has grown faster than 2%. Okay, if you take the, if you take GDP per capita and you put it on a graph and start, start back in 1870, and you end it right now, that growth rate that you'll see, and you just draw it, draw it on, a, on a string, the number you get back is 2.1% per year, growth of real GDP per capita. That means that a world where we're at 2.5% has an interest rate above, above the, the G. Now, if I, go look at, if I go look at real rates you know, going all the way out to 30 years, they're now running at around 2.4, 2.5. Those rates need to come back down. Some of that might be some short-term choppiness because we're worried about not having a a speaker of the house we're worried about not you know being on a continuing resolution we're not passing appropriation bills and you know under regular order and so forth okay the way i think about those issues is have we put ourselves in a place where where the debt becomes unsustainable if this interest rate stays at this level for a long period of time it was at 2% that that number was below 2% as late as the 19th, the day after the FOMC meeting, it went up 11 basis points, and it's been rising another 36 basis points since then. That's what that's what uh, Goolsby was saying. That that 36 basis points, I think, is a sign of some trouble, and I think it's only going to get worked out, you know, by having. Some kind of reconciliation happened uh, that that deals with the issues in D.C. and I do think that it's a sign that you know it's a sign that that recession is still coming. So those people who tell me, so you gave up on your recession forecast? No, I'm off maybe a quarter. I might even be off two quarters. Okay, I'll eat that. I accept. I accept that I didn't get the I didn't get the timing exactly right, but I don't think I'm wrong about it. And indeed, I still see further signs. That, that this bare steepening that we've been through over the last six months uh, is probably an impending recession that may have been delayed a little bit, but not denied. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Um, uh, thank you, Spencer, and go Twins, and we'll see you next week here on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. Turn market volatility into opportunity today by investing with the big institutions, not against them. Many people are getting taken advantage of by Wall Street. Learn why their returns are so much better than the average novice 401k investor. Learn the skills to be a better steward of your own money. Call for a free in-center or virtual investing class today at 952-814-4410. Call Online Trading Academy at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com Arby's Computer 
You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boots, Arby's Computer Service. There. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.